and welcome back to the Football Chats Podcast. Today, we're going to be running through our Premier League 2022-23 predictions. It's a very exciting time. We are yeah. four days off the start of the Premier League season, Crystal Palace versus Arsenal. And today, we're going to be starting sort of like, well, every day of the week we're going to podcast out all about the start of the Premier League season. Today, obviously we're doing our table. Uh, this is really hard to call, I, I think. There's a lot of positions where I'm saying, I'm in an R and who's going to get where? But I think I've come to a decision. I struggle with because there's like six or seven teams that I think could get relegated. Exactly. And there's, there's six so or seven teams, teams that I think could win the league. Yeah, exactly. It's so competitive at both ends of the table. And then in the middle, there's a big, big disparity. I think yeah. anyone between 8th and about 16th on my list could be 8th or 16th. So I don't really know what... Yeah. How this table's going to end up? No? No. Okay, maybe not 16th, but potentially, I don't know. It's quite, I think it's quite tight though. Yeah. But we're going to have some fancy graphics today. Well, yeah. we're, getting, we're getting exciting because it's the start of the Premier League season, so every time we say if it, uh, there's Spotify, table position, you'll just have to so, Yeah, Spotify. sorry Spotify, um, you don't get fun graphics because you are audio-based. Which is why you should kindly YouTube and subscribe. Uh, yeah, subscribe. We're on 715 subscribers at the time of recording, though hopefully... By the time this is going out, we'd have gained at least one. Yeah, I don't think we're on one. <laughs> yeah, we were yeah, four days before. Um, and we've got to be strange. But anyway, we four days before the start of the Premier League season, let's get into this. Bottom of the league. This is always a tough position, and it's always it tends to be a team that get absolutely battered. I, like, if you look back, I think Norwich... Norwich yeah, well, Norwich and Watford were both completely horseshite last year. Yeah. Whereas usually, it's just the one team... The season before that, Sheffield United got about six points or something. <laughs> no, but they yeah. finished on like 20, the teams above them were on like 32. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And they, there's always one team that get relegated with like five games to go and their yeah. season's over and that's it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, and who do you, do you think it's going to be that way or do you think the team at bottom will be competitive in the no, relegation fight? I do think my team at bottom are going to struggle and are going to be relegated before the end of the season. I think it's going to be... Mm. I think it's an obvious one. I think people are going to be very surprised. So, 20th, you've gone for? I've gone for Fulham. Interesting. Why? I can see an injury for someone like a Mitrovic. Harry Wilson there? Yeah, Harry Wilson plays for Fulham. Um, I just think a big injury... Kiefer Moore? And no, he both born. Yeah, I know. Oh, right, that's a good joke. <laughs> yeah, running joke, love it. Not but Rangers. Think, injury to a key player, Marco Silva, good manager. Is he Premier League proven? Not proven. He did Hull, didn't he? He, he did he, he do Hull, Hull. <laughs> and that went horrific. Everton. Everton didn't go great either. No, but he didn't get relegated. So, I and I think, I think they're going to miss Fabio Carvalho as well. That was my point with Fulham. I haven't put Fulham 20th, but I do think that if Andreas Pereira fails to exactly. create as much exactly. as Fabio Carvalho, they could be in trouble. I think I think they'll do all right, though, Fulham. No. I'll get on to them I think a Fulham, little later. bottom of the league, down. Interesting. My team, I think actually the bottom two will go down very early. Like five, six games before. I think both of these are lacking Premier League quality. But route to the bottom of the table, I've gone for Southampton. It might be a little bit stunning, but I just they don't have a goal scorer. And I think the biggest thing you need when you're in a relegation fight is someone that can take the game by the scruff of the net, just get the ball down and put it in the back of the net. 
take every little chance they get. Yeah. But I don't see Che Adams doing that. I don't see Adam Armstrong doing that. I don't see their new young striker, Sekumara, doing that. I think defensively they looked a little bit haphazard in recent seasons. And I think one injury for Tina Livermento or Walker Peters or Sally Sue, and suddenly you're looking at Romain Perot getting starting minutes. You're looking at the Strathic centre backs, Jack Stevens potentially getting yeah. starting minutes. I think that's a massive problem for Southampton. They're very weak. And I think, I mean, we talk about injuries. If JWP is out for even a match, that's a guaranteed loss, I think, for Southampton yeah. because he's their only creative player. I understand. They're really, I think the quality of their team is really, really poor. And I think with the teams around them improving, Southampton will drop significantly. And I think their Definitely. their recruitment this summer has been that of a championship side. Or at least a side that will be good in five years' time. But right now, they will struggle to stay in the Premier League. I completely agree with you. And that is why, in 19, 19 I yeah. do have Southampton. I yeah. think they're really going to struggle. Uh, and as you said, they miss... A bit like Fulham, I think... If they miss a big player, if one of their big players fails to for, fails to find form, few errors creeping yeah. in, mentality shifts, they lose 9-1 again, you drop to the floor. Yeah, I don't see Southampton staying in the Premier League. Drop to the floor. I like that expression, I'm using I that more mentality often. drops to the floor. <laughs> yeah. right? they, they, the they, floor they saw a go and they all just have a seizure. Yeah, so I've got Southampton 19th. Yeah, my P19 is Bournemouth. This is a team that I don't know how they're going to get on, really. But I don't think Solanke is going to be re- Premier League quality. I think he'll get some goals. I think he'll get about nine-ish, which is a very good season for a, rele- for a relegated side, I'd say. Similar to what Pukki did last year, while Norwich got absolutely bad. But as I said, I think ni- 19th and 20th will both go down very comfortably. And then the battle will be between the next few se- next few teams. But I think Bournemouth, yeah, will be down quite early. I just don't think they've got the quality. Jaden Anthony, I think, is a very good player. But I don't know how... I think he'll impress in the Premier League, but I don't think he'll be enough to keep him in the league. But I think he'll do really well. And then, defensively, Lloyd Kelly is kind of their only hope at the back. I know they've signed Ryan Fredericks on a free. But I don't think Meffin. he's... In, Chris Meffin's a very good centre-half. Steve Cook. Cook is not. And he's a, not in Forest now Sorry. as well. So... That's going to be a problem for Bournemouth. They don't have Steve Kirk. But, yeah, I just don't think they've got quality in that side. Bournemouth, there's, as I said with the last one, there's no player that is going to take the game by the scruff of the neck and completely change it for them. Though I do think if David Brooks can reignite the side, there's potential for him to be that player. But he has missed a lot of football over the last year. And I think that could have an impact on how he comes back for Bournemouth. But it'll be interesting to see. Who have you got in 18th? I slightly agree with what you just said. In 18th, I have Bournemouth. Hmm. But I do disagree with the fact they're going to go down early. I think they're going to be in it until the final day. Well, yeah, you've got them 18th, so that makes Yeah, 18th, I think the Cherries, they're not going to give up. They're going to keep fighting, keep battling. It'll go down to the final day. But I feel like it's going to be one where they're powerless. They'll win, but they'll still go down because the other teams around them win. Yeah, I was just going to have a quick look at those final day fixtures, actually, while you're talking. And, I, I, well, actually, yeah, that's a good point. They might have got City, they might not win. Um, I think they're going to keep going. I think Solanke will find some form. I think Jaden Anthony will find some form as well. I think defensively they're okay, but I still don't think... Bournemouth face Everton away on the final day. I think they might lose what that a game there. across in the league. 
But um, but we'll get to that later. Um, but yeah, I think Bournemouth, it's a good side. I think it's maybe one or two players away from being Premier League quality. But I, I, yeah. I think they'll just miss out. Just miss out. Yeah. I, that's why I've got them, 19th. But I think they'll really struggle. 18th, though. I think this. Pre- I think the relegation fight will be really, really close between my team in 15th, 16th, 17th and this team in 18th. I've gone for Everton in 18th. I think Everton are going to go down. I just don't see how they stay up this season. Their squad is just not good enough at all. They've not really recruited anyone. They've brought in James Tarkovsky. That's it. They've not replaced Richarlison, who, who was, I believe, their top scorer last season, if I'm not mistaken. It must have uh, been. Yeah. Uh, Cavalloon was out for a while. Cavalloon's going to come in, but he's very injury-prone. If he gets a single injury, Rondon's their starting striker. God. Anthony Gordon looks good, but I don't think he's going to have the minerals to fire them up the league. Then you like Alan, he's good, but they're just still defensively not very solid. Deli Ali's past his best and doesn't look like he's gonna reignite his career. Gabamin doesn't really look Prem quality. There's a lot of questions around Everton, and I think Frank Lampard's really gonna to struggle to get that side anywhere. Dwight McNeil, I will add though, is a very, very good That's signing and that could change their fortunes, but they've not done enough, I think, this window. I think they've they're they're regressing in terms of performance. And I think we could see Everton go down. Okay, so going down, I've got Fulham, Southampton and Bournemouth. Yeah, and going down, I have Everton, Bournemouth and Southampton. 18, okay. 19, 20. 17th then. Just, just missing out on those relegation spots. Just staying up by the skin of their teeth. I've got Leicester. Yeah, not just missing out. Well, no, yeah, they're not going down. Staying up. <laughs> Unfortunate. This is good, I think. This Also, again, this would be very... Underwhelming for Leicester. Yeah. To go from fighting for European places to being Premier League winners a matter of six years ago. I look at their squad and I do not see a way they do well this season. I think Vardy's getting on a bit. Ianacho Daka are okay. Mm. Okay, that's a bit harsh on Daka and Ianacho, but I just, yeah, I do think Leicester will struggle this year. Well, I think because they rotate their three strikers, none of them can really find any form. Mm, No, I guess. I get what you're saying, yeah. And then defensively, if they get an injury, they are in big trouble. We saw last year, they lost Fafana. They had Daniel Amati like, playing. They could sell Fafana as well. He's linked with Chelsea for 70 mil, which Tielemans, would be a very interesting deal. Obviously, his cold contract's up in the air. He could be leaving mm. at some point in this window as well. Arsenal link. so could James Madison. Tottenham link. If they lose those two, they do not stand a chance. Also, Harvey Barnes as well to Newcastle's link. Harvey so if Barnes, Barnes Madison, Tielemans and Fafana all walk out the door... Exactly. I and think. they want to sell Bubakar Sumare as well, who they brought in just a year ago, but he's not proven not to be as good as they thought he was. I don't know. I do think Leicester are very weak, very light on numbers, but they have yeah. got a while to improve the squad. And I think they will, because you've got to remember, the season starts this coming Friday, but the window doesn't end until yeah. September, well, August 31st, but that's a whole month. So if yeah. it is going badly, yeah. and Leicester have sold all those players, Leicester have got 200 mil. I think uh, roughly in the bank yeah. if they've sold those players, so I think they've definitely got margin to work with, and you've like they've not really spent the Maguire and uh, Mares money either. So there's definitely money to work with that's, at the club. That's why I haven't, especially relegated. if they sell assets. That's why I haven't put them down because I think they'll just have enough quality. I to think keep themselves. In judging the it right now, looking at their squad, they've got a good enough squad to stay up. Yeah. But some of those players could leave, and they could not be replaced effectively. Yeah. So that could be very interesting. Okay. My seventeenth then is Fulham. I think, as much as I was saying, I think they'll do well. 
I don't. I don't think they'll be in the relegation zone on the final day, but I think they'll be a very, very close to the to the drop. But I think they will get the results they need at times. I think I think Andreas Ferrer will step up this year. Mm. I think Harry Wilson will have a very good campaign. I think Mitrovic, given an actual run in Premier League, in a Premier League team, will get about twelve goals. I think. I think he'll be not too far off the Golden Boot winner. Yeah. So. I do think we're in for a good Fulham season. I think defensively they look decent. I rate uh, Marco Silva highly. I think he's a very decent manager. I think he's better than Scott Parker. Yeah. In my Ooh, opinion. But no. No? No. I think Marco Silva's better than Scott Parker. No. But each their own. And I, I just think they'll have enough to sell. I think they'll play some really nice football. I think they'll, yeah, just about be the draw. It'll be close, but I think they've made some really good signings. Jal Polinia as well. I didn't mention him there. A very, very good addition. Yeah. Kevin okay. Mbappé as well from Wolfsburg is a great addition at right back. I think it has got a little bit of a chance of being how they got on in 2021, 20, where they went, here's a load of money to literally everyone, and then when it all went to shit, they were just like, oh well, we've got to sell them all now, because yeah. none of them want to play in the championship. Which we first, yeah, Serie went out on loan yeah. during, their, during the second half of their Premier League season. Came back, did really well in the Prem, and now left on a free for Hull. So, it could all go like that. But I think the players they brought in are players I think that will do well. Yeah. But it'll be interesting to see. Alright. My 16th is Everton. Mm. Now, also, you you talk, talk about Everton a bit. I think Tarkovsky's a good signing at the back, so that shores them up a bit defensively. I think Dwight McNeil's a great option on the wing. My, I feel like Everton's season solely depends on if Calvert-Lewin stays fit. Yeah. I think he will, and that's why I've got them in 16th. That's why I've got them staying up, because I think McNeil and Calvert-Lewin could single-handedly keep Everton in the Premier League. But if, Calvert get, if Calvert-Lewin gets injured, Everton are down. It's simple as that, I think. Yeah, unless Rondon becomes an absolute beast. <laughs> I also can't quite get on board with Everton being ahead of Leicester. Yeah. That seems completely mental. Brendan Rodgers versus Frank Lampard. A manager with, what, seven years' experience in the game against a manager with... Sorry, seven for Rodgers. It's close to, like, ten years in the game now. He's had a very good career, Brendan Rodgers, relatively. And I think... He's done He's done well with that lesser side. Yes, they looked bad last season, but they missed some key players at key times. Fofana missed the whole season, pretty much. So, you got injured at times. I do really think, between the two of them, between Everton and Leicester, it's about who stays fit for them. I mean, look at how Everton haven't replaced Richarlison. Well, I guess you could say Dwight McNeil is that replacement, but they've still got 40 mil to work with there that they've not used. I think if Leicester were to sell a Tielemans, they bring in someone of a similar quality for half the price. And then they use the rest of the money to reinvest elsewhere in the squad. If they sell Madison, I think that they'd still be all right without James Madison. Because I think you play in Didi and Tielemans in the pivot and then move KDH into attacking mid. Mm. And I think that still works really effectively. So I don't think there's any problem with for Leicester for losing players. I think they'll be able to replace them adequately. I think you've put the fact you've put Everton ahead of them raises a lot of questions. Okay, I think. okay. So where are we up to now? 16. 16. I have Wolves. This is quite a simple one. Wolves don't have a great squad. They've no. not really improved. But I don't think they're bad enough to go down. I think Bruno Lager's a decent manager. 
I think Jimenez will score a lot of goals this year. I think Neto will score a lot of goals this year. I think Gibbs White, if he stays, will have a good season. Neves now could go to United, but I think if they, if he does, they will bring in a replacement. Yeah. And they don't look shocking. The team does... like. There's definitely improvement needs to be made in the squad, but I think if they didn't, they would still be comfortably up. I think they'll be in the relegation fight. They could even be in the relegation zone going into the final day and then Everton lose it. But I just think Wolves will have enough to stay up. Yeah, um, I, I agree. Yeah, I agree with that. And that's why, moving on to 15th, I do have Wolves. Similar to what yeah. you said there, really. Exactly, well, exactly what you just said there. Yeah, it's not a bad squad, but it, it's not... Oh, it's no. not as good as it was last season. I think they've genuinely downgraded by se- by losing Sice and Marcel to experienced heads and bringing in Nathan Collins. So that, yeah, I think it does. I think yeah. they have gone yeah. down. And then they've not added anything. No. Well, and they've got Patrick Catrone, so that's a big problem for them. Yeah. 15th, you've got Wolves. Yeah, 15th, I have Nottingham Forest. I think it's a little bit high. If I had to say, and you've not put them in yet. No. So you've gone even higher. But I do think Forrest are a little bit overestimated by the media. But I think Lingard will have a good season. I think Brennan Johnson will have a good season also. And I think Tawa Owanui, I believe I pronounced that right, Owanui, the uh, Nigeria striker, fantastic little player. Is he enough to keep him in the league? I don't know. Is Brennan Johnson enough? Is... Jesse Lingard enough it's hard to say but I think the three of them will link up really nicely and I think they've brought in players like Omar Richards and Neko Williams who are fantastic wing back options Steve Cook an experienced head at the back they've got players like Joe Worrell who I think is decent and I think they've got a good enough side to stay up players like Jack Colback are a little bit of a liability but I think they've got a good enough side to make a good run of it and I think they'll start fast and then fall off Rather than being like a Bournemouth, I think will struggle early on, and then they'll never be able to push themselves out of that. But I think instead, Nottingham Forest will get some early wins, some early points on the board, and then it'll be a matter of slowly toppling down the league as the season goes on, and ending up fifteenth, not a having a drag amount of relegation. Yeah, because yeah, I think they'll. I think the front three will link up well, especially with the World Cup coming up. None, none of those three players. Well, sorry, Brendan Johnson will be playing for Wales, but I don't think our knee will be at. We'll be no, for Nigeria. No. You'd imagine it'd be Victor Osimhen or yeah. Emmanuel Dennis, and then I mean I don't think Jesse Lingard will start for England. <laughs> I don't. <know. laughs> so that will give him advantage out after the yeah. World Cup. Who have you got? Fourteenth. I've got Nottingham Forest. Right, you just keep copying me. I, the I, position I, after, I mate. What there. is this? Yeah, I think Forest have got plenty enough. They've got the minerals to stay up. Um, They've not got a, a fantastic squad, but they have got. A, Decent little yeah. side. It's Premier League proven. It's Premier League quality. Similar to that. Fair enough. I can't argue with your logic. 14th, I have Leicester. I think you've put them really, really low. Only three bases lower than you. Yeah, but that's on the edge of relegation. Mm. I've put them just having a bad season. You've put them almost being taken back to the championship. Yeah, no. I just don't think that they will let... If they let any players leave, they'll play some adequately... Because they will ask for massive prices. I mean, they sold Harry Maguire for 80 mil. They're not going to let Barnes go for 10. Yeah. So I don't think that there's a massive problem with departures. I do think that the Leicester recruitment staff is good enough that if they lose someone, they'll replace them with a similar profile of player. Yeah. Or maybe even an upgrade. So I think they will be completely fine this season, Leicester. 
on to 13th and approaching the midway point of the I table. F- it's kind of the, yeah. the dullest area. It's the yeah. teams that can't quite get into Europe but are too good to really be in the relegation fight. Who yeah. have you got in 13th? I've got Brentford. I think they'll have a similar season to what they did last year. Just a very middle of the row. They pick, they pick up decent results and they'll, they'll pick up a few surprise results yeah. like when they beat Liverpool. When beat they, Chelsea. Uh, beat Chelsea. When they beat Arsenal. They beat United 4 now. When they beat Arsenal. That's not United. really a yeah, not surprise really to be fair. fair. Yeah, no, that's just fair. But just, you know, I think Brentford are going a very decent season. I think they'll be very happy to stay in the Premier League again. Um, yeah. I think the likes of Tony and Buemo, Canyos, um, Vissa obviously played quite well for them in the end. Um, I think definitely the midfield, the likes of Norgard is very solid. And defensively, they're strong with Janssen and Pinnock. It looks very, very good for Brentford. And again, I think another decent season for them. Yeah, fair enough. In 13th, I have Leeds United. If you've got, this is the thing, right? A lot of oh, people no, have no, Leeds. No, I haven't gone. Oh, Leeds yeah. have him have them relegated. A lot of people have Leeds relegated. Sorry, but I think they'll do well. Like, yeah, they're not a bad side now, Leeds. No. I'm looking at players like Brendan Aronson, Rasmus Christensen. Fantastic days. Very good signings there. I think Luis Nestero will have a good first season in the Premier League. Mm-hmm. We've seen players like Rafinha immediately jump into that Leeds side and play well. Still got Bamford. I think Adams. As well from uh, Leipzig is a very good signing. I think same for Mark Rocker. They've done well to replace Phillips with two players of not too lower quality. And I think they will develop and become as good, if not better, than potentially Phillips. Which I think is a bit of a bold shout. But the two of them together will be better than having just Phillips in there. So I think they've done really well there. I think the recruitment is really good. I think Jesse Marsh is going to do really well with this lead side. I think they'll just pick up points where they need to. They're not going to pull off many surprise results. No. But I think they'll just beat the teams below them. And that's all you need to do, yeah. really, in the Premier League. Well, I agree. And 12th, I do have Leeds. Um, yeah, fair enough. I think what the difference is now as well is Jesse Marsh is a fantastic manager and he's brought in his signings. He's brought in Aronson, he's brought in Adams, he's yeah. brought in Christensen. They're players that he wants, that he wants into his Leeds team. I think if Bamford can stay fit, Sinistera finds good form, so does Aronson. Mm. We, they shoot defensively under Marsh that they are solid. You know, under Bielsa it always yeah. looks shaky, but under Marsh it looks very decent, and I think they'll have a good season, Leeds. Yeah, Marsh, I think, will do really, really well. Twelfth, I have Brighton, another manager who I really admire. But they did really, really well last season, Brighton, and most people would predict them to push on from that, but they've lost Juve Basuma. They could lose Kukurea, though that deal seems to be falling apart, so potentially that's good news for Brighton. Korea may be staying around. Apparently they're asking for 50 mil. Massey only want to pay 40. So that could be good for Brighton if they can keep Guerrero around. I just don't think they've got enough goals in them at the moment. They've not bought a yeah. striker. It looks like... I know Undav was out on out on loan. I believe it was Aloden Haag. No, Belgian League, sorry. Undav. He's a young uh, striker who's coming into Brighton this season. Could do really well. But it is a gamble. Because... If he doesn't, it's Neil Mopay. Yeah. So unless they sign a striker, which to my knowledge they've not done, I can't remember exactly. I don't think they've got a striker. No. Unless like Trotter had a really good season last year, I think he could. Yeah. I think he'll do well again, but I don't think he'll has have as good a season. I think they're losing Yveber soon, which will be hard to replace. Moepu will do very well. Moises Keito is a fantastic player, but they're not on the level of uh, Basuma yet. The wing-back areas are very strong, but again, if they lose Kukurea, that's a massive problem for them. Yeah. 
I just think in general the Brighton side is very good, but they're gonna they're just gonna have a tough season, I think. Yeah. At times, but they're still very decent. Grand Prize good match, they'll get twelfth in the league. Okay, in eleventh, they're just missing out on the top half. I've got Crystal Palace. Yeah. I think a good. I think Palace have a good season. It looks bright for them, and the reason I'm putting it higher is because it's not because they're doing badly. It's because the teams ahead of them are doing better, and they can't yeah. matter. But I think, obviously, they've lost Gallagher, but they've still got Zaha, Eze, Etze, Elise. I mean, if Edouard can find form, and mm-hmm. you know, they've always looked good defensively as well, Palace. You know, they're obviously Mitchell, Gurhi, um Obviously, Joel Ward's a bit of a liability, but we don't talk about it. Man doesn't. Wacky Man Potentially going back in for wan on loan. That would be a very good deal as well. And then you've got a perfect back the best, there. but he's a good, you've got decent good right going forward. You've got a decent keeper in... Vicente uh, Guaita, yeah. Guaita. Uh, Midfield-wise, they lack a little bit. Obviously, they're going to miss Gallagher. but um, I think they will. Who will it be? Milivojevic and... So, Cech Decore's joined now from Lens. I think that's a very good deal. Okay, yeah. They've, of course, got Elise and Etze in wide areas, as you mentioned. I think they'll do very, very well. Zaha's still going to be at the club. And, yeah, I think Eduardo will have a good season. Yeah. I think that'll make all the difference yeah. for, for Crystal Palace. So, yeah, I completely agree they'll have a good season. I've got them a bit higher, though. Quite a bit higher, I'd say. 11th, I have Aston Villa. Now, don't get too annoyed... Villa fan I don't think Villa will do very well and it's not because the squad's not good and it's not because they're they're not going to do they're not going to play well I just think Steven Jarrod is not good enough and I think they will be in and around the relegation zone come Christmas Steven Jarrod will be replaced by a quality coach maybe I'm trying to think of someone decent but I can't that, that will get sacked by then Maybe Pochettino, if he's not got a job. I mean, he's not currently got a job now. He's still not got a job by January. I think it makes sense for Pochettino to step into that role. And I, I, yeah, I think they'll be in around the relegation. And they've brought in some really, really solid signings. Coutinho on a permanent is very, very good. Diego Carlos, Bubakar Kamara. They're signings you won't expect Villa to be making. And I think they've done really well there. But I think goals could be an issue. Ings and Watkins failed to what? find the net too often last season. And I think Gerard doesn't know his best team. At all. Last season they flicked between formations way too often. They didn't utilise Buendia's qualities. It was his first they didn't season. know the midfield to play. I think Gerard will struggle next season. I think he'll be sacked at Christmas when they are 17th, 18th. Kind of. Let's move on. I'm, I'm Go on then. On. Who I'm do you on. have in 10th? In 10th, I've got Brighton. The team you mentioned a few moments ago. Hmm. Uh, as you said, I think Trossard will have good seasons. Their important players will step up. I think they'll find form. They'll have a good season. Graham mm. Potter's tactics are wonderful. He's a good manager. Yeah. He knows that Brighton side in and out. And I, want, I want Potter at England, though, still. Yeah, and I think but I think Brighton will have a good season. Another top-half finish for them. They'll be well chaffed. Fair enough. Tenth, just on the edge of the top-half finish. I've gone for Newcastle. Ooh. A lot of people have Newcastle up in the European positions this season. But I can't understand that decision. I think, again, goals don't seem to be Newcastle's strong point. Bruno Guimaraes will score goals. We know that. And I think he will get a couple next year. But Callum Wilson, very, very good striker. Very, very injury prone. If he gets an injury, their next striker is Chris Wood. And Chris Wood cannot start 38 Premier League games. He can't start 30 Premier League games. He can't start even 10. So if you want to real? score goals, I just don't think so. Maxman's a natural goal scorer. He's a very tricky winger, very unpredictable, but he's not 
he's not the finished article yet. He's a very rough diamond. Very, very diamondic. Is that a word? I think he's a very quality player, but he's not really pr- a proven goal scorer or yeah. assister. He's not got enough numbers or goal contributions to show to me that he's going to be quality. So I think goals next season will be hard to come by. Listen, yeah. James Park, unless they bring a striker. There is a caveat to this. If yeah. Benjamin Tesco joins next week, I mean, I don't look like a muppet. I couldn't. I can't predict the future. Yeah. We're recording this four days before it goes out, so there's a potential that over the weekend the Tesco deal gets done and they announce it on Monday morning. In which case, I'll be furious. But yeah, I I think there there is a good chance Newcastle will sign a striker, which could then make my prediction null and void. But if they don't, that's a problem. Yeah. And then defensively, I think they're fine. Trippier will have a really good season. Yeah, I think he'll get a lot of goals and assists. Of course, free kicks he's very solid from, but they can't rely on a free kick goal every game. Basically, I think he will bail them out sometimes. Yeah, I think it also. I think they'll pull off some upsets, but I think they will also throw away wins at, against the teams around them. Potentially, then they'll look at January getting in a striker, and that could change their fortunes this season. So there's a lot of aspects that are unknowns. They could like sign a striker next week. Messi could join. I doubt it, but you never know. They could go and get Neymar or something like that, yeah. in which case my prediction would change, but I just don't think at the moment they're going to be in the European spots. I think they'll be 10th. All right. Uh, P9 then. Uh, sorry, not P9. Ninth. Um, I've got Man United. That is a bold prediction. I think they're going to struggle in the Premier League under Ten Hag, but the reason they won't care and the reason United fans will be okay with it is because I think he will take them deep in cup competitions. I think they'll struggle in the Premier League... But in Europe and in like the likes of the FA Cup, I think they're going to go far. They're going to go deep and they're going to have a good season in those. I just think Premier League-wise, there are yeah. teams above them that I think are better and will prioritise the Premier League, whereas United might prioritise European Cups and yeah. go because that's the easiest way they could get a trophy. Fair enough. I'll talk about Ash United soon. But right now, I want to focus on Brentford because I've put them ninth. It's high. I don't think it is. I think they've got a really, really solid team. And I think... Ivan Tony last season produced, I believe, twelve goals in the Premier League. Yeah, and there wasn't they didn't have the best creators around him. Of course, Eriksson helped a lot, but he was only there from February time. Mm. And now they're adding Aaron Hickey to the side. They've got Keane Lewis Potter from Hull. They've got creators. They've got players that can also score goals. I think Tony will have a fantastic season, gearing up to a move to Manchester United at the end of the year, potentially mm. around eighty mil, ninety mil. Brentford could pocket from that. And I think, yeah, I think Hickey and Keenlow's pot will have very good seasons. They've not got backup striker, which is a problem if Ivan Tony gets injured. Yeah. And I think midway field, they're a little bit light because they've not really replaced Ericsson, I don't think. No. But there is still time for them to uh, do something in this window, of course, if they wanted to. I know they've got Hickey and Keenlow's pot, as I mentioned. I think they'll have very good seasons. I think that'll be the difference. Tony will score about 20 goals, we'll pull them up the league, and they'll be ninth come the end of it. Okay, uh, p- uh, eighth. Eighth now, now yeah. Conference League qualification. No. no. Well, it depends who wins the FA Cup, doesn't it? No, seventh gets Conference League oh, yeah. on the FA Sorry. Cup, I think. Sorry, yeah. Okay, so West Ham. Eight. Yeah. Um, I think they're just going to miss out. But I think they could win the Conference that League, and that's how they stay in Interesting. Again, like United, I think they're going to prioritise the cup competitions, prioritise Europe, and when you've got games that are, when you're playing a game every two, three, four days, you have to prioritise something. I do think they are going to go for that Conference League. After they missed out on the Europa League last year, I think they're going to prioritise the 
Conference League and all the other cups, try and get a trophy, and that might mean they just miss out on the you know, miss out on the higher positions in the league. But they've got a good squad. I think Skamaka is an excellent signing. I think they look solid defensively and going forward they look yeah. fantastic. So yeah, decent season for West Ham, and I think a European trophy inbound. That's interesting. I have West Ham a lot higher, mm. a lot, lot higher. But eighth for now, Manchester United. I, I I was kind of surprised by your ninth. I know I've put them eighth, so it's not like drastically mm. different. But I think that season will go a lot different to how you think. I don't think they'll be in Europe come the end of it. Mm-hmm. I think they could even be knocked down to the Conference League and just get knocked out of that. I don't think they'll win it even if they are in Europe all the way to like the semis or the final. I think they'll then bottle it. But I think United will struggle. I think they'll win the open day. Similar to last season, I'm thinking back to Leeds last year. They beat them 5-1. Pogba got four assists. Bruno got a hat-trick. People were talking about Manchester United like they were a force to be reckoned with. Like they were a danger that they could win the league. Mm. And then we come to the end of it. A manager change and Two manager later. six months later. We've changed manager again now at United, yeah. haven't they? And I just think, I don't see him doing it. I don't see him doing well this season. I think they'll win the day, as I said. Similar like they did last year, and then it will all go downhill from there. But then I think they'll be around 14th at Christmas, and then they'll start to recover because I think it will take that time for Ten Hag to realise the weak spots in the squad and to replace them in January, and also move players like McTominay on yeah. to his level. So Sunderland, then. Um, <laughs> I don't think McTominay can play in the Premier League. No, well, not for at least for Manchester United. All right. Seventh, then. Uh, this is Conference League. No, it's still not Conference. Oh, it depends. Who knows? But I think getting Europe, I've got Aston Villa. I just think... Go on, biased. No. Here we go. biased. Defensively... Because you're a Villa fan, you said they're Conference Defensively solid, with Diego Carlos coming into the centre-half to partner Konza. You've got Digne, but now he's got a backup with Ludwig Anderson. You've got Bubakar Kamara in uh, the... Augustinson. Augustinson, sorry. Um, you've got defensive... In the midfield with Bubakar Kamara, I think McGinn, obviously Ramsey, Douglas is all still in that yeah. midfield. And then the rotation options up the front with Coutinho, Ings, Watkins, Buendia, Bailey, Chatwemaka, Archer. You're looking at a fantastic rotation option because when you're playing yeah. all these games, you need that amount of players. And I think all of them could do well next season. Again, I have no criticisms of the squad. I have a criticism of Steven Gerrard. I, I don't think, think he's Gerrard, a good enough manager. He's had a year, he's had a year with the team now. He, I think he does know his best team. I don't think he does. He's stopped trying to play two up front, which is good. Yeah, but I, he, like, For, we've looked so good in pre-season. I think he'll rotate Watkins and Ings too frequently. He I won't. Don't know who. I don't know who's playing the team. Who's he going to play right wing? Buendia. I don't think he will. He'll probably play Bailey. He won't play Bailey. Jacob Ramsey. Bailey's your impact sub that comes on. Or you've got to rotate. You rotate teams as well, anyway. I wouldn't start Coutinho next season. <sighs> I don't know. He's just, he hasn't looked great in pre-season. I don't know. Who Who's knows? P seven. Seventh in the league. I don't think this will be a conference league spot though, because right. I think the FA Cup will go to potentially someone like a Newcastle or Man United. To be fair, could even win it. Because I've got not a lot else to focus yeah. on. Trying to break the table there. Seventh, I've got Crystal Palace. I don't think this is a mental prediction at all. Palace are a very, very good side. Wow. Vieira knows his side. And if they don't get in, if no one gets injured, 
They'll play really, really well. Yeah. I think potentially, if they are doing well January, they could add players then. They've got play. I think Elise will have a fantastic campaign next year. I think Edsel will have a really good season. I think Eduard will start to come in, uh, come into his own, I guess you could say. Yeah. I think Zaha will continue in the way he has over the last few years. I think Decore is a fantastic addition. Yeah. Then you're looking at Mitchell, Gerhi, Anderson, and potentially Wan Bissaka or Ward. Yeah. Ward's liability, but if it's not Ward, it's a very good back four. And I, I think they will do well next year, this Palace side. I really, really rate them. I really rate Vieira. And, yeah, I think they will just miss out on Europe because of the FA Cup win and not being a top side. But if it is a top side, Palace European football yeah. would be amazing for them. Sixth in the league, then, I have Newcastle. I think Eddie Howe's a fantastic manager. I think they've got the quality, they've got the money. They've spent well. They've got made some great additions. I think it's a European quality side. I really do. And I think with the likes of United and West Ham prioritising Europe. Yeah. And um, you know, Villa getting up to speed, saying they haven't been up in the top half for a while. Um, I do think Newcastle can push on and steal that Conference League qualification spot. Fair enough. It's a bit of a, a bold one. Yeah, but I still... That would be Europa League if the FA Cup winner goes yeah. above, of course, uh, to one of the teams yeah, in the Champions League or Europa League, in which case they'll get Europa League and Villa will get Conference League in your predictions. I think Newcastle are good. I just don't... I think Calamus will be injured in November and they won't score after that. I do. What? No, sorry. No, no, I, I think that's really fine. Same, but Shelby will play up front and grab 90. I think they're fine. Greatest campaign ever. Yeah. Sixth. Now... Arsenal fans, please don't hate me. In sixth, I've gone for Arsenal. That's a shout. There is a bit of a a reasoning behind the logic. There's not, I just think they'll struggle. I don't really know why. They've not got midfielders. Elneny and Xhaka aren't good enough, and they've not really added anyone there. Party, bit controversial. Got a lot of controversy around him at the moment. Not really going to comment on that because we don't know all the facts, so it's impossible to do so. Tielemans. If they bring him in, I think it makes a difference. But they haven't got any midfielders there. I think Odegaard, Saka, Jesus will have a really good season. Again, though, I also think they'll prioritise Europe. Yeah. I think they'll realise about February time that there's no chance of them winning the league. I think they'll be a bit off the Champions League as well. And they'll rest in the league and play their strongest side in Europe. I think they'll start, start fast, though. Yeah. I think they could... And to be fair, I think Palace could win on the opening day. So I really don't know what's going to happen. Last one this year, I just think it's going to be up and down for them. Last year they played well, they got fifth, and I think this year there's a team below them that have improved a little bit more. I think I, I World Cup as well, maybe that could have an impact. Players like Jesus, Saka, yeah, not Odegaard, but you get my point. There's gonna be players going away on in national duty. I think Arsenal struggle. Yeah, I completely. It's a bit agree. of a rogue shout, so I've put them sixth. I think I've. I think I agree, and I've put Arsenal in fifth. Um, I think they will be in the top four. I think they'll be up and around there for the title, and then they will tail off towards the end due to World Cup injuries, fitness, no midfielders. Mm. Yeah, I, 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 I could even see a Chelsea Tottenham Arsenal top three going into Christmas. Mm, potentially. Yeah. Potentially around there. Well, World Cup, Christmas is the same thing, yeah. really, isn't it? So, yeah, I think we could... Because I think City will start slow. 
I think it will take Haaland a few a few games, mm-hmm. a few weeks, a few months potentially to adapt to the Premier League. I think Tottenham will do really well from the off. I think Arsenal will do really well from the off. I think Chelsea will do really well from the off. Liverpool, I don't know yeah. where their guys are going to come from. So in fifth, I have Liverpool. Yeah. This is a very bold shout. I understand that. But Nunes is going to take time to adapt. There is no doubt in my mind that he will take time to adapt to the Premier League. Then you've got Salah. He did really well through the start of last season, but after that, mm, yeah. really struggled. I think they've done badly by keeping Salah losing Mane. Yeah. And I think that could be a problem. Diaz is good, but he's not really shown himself to be as a week-in, week-out goal scorer. I think he will improve throughout the season, but I don't think he'll get to a level enough to carry him into Champions League spots. And Jota... Well, I don't really know where he fits in the side if Nuno starts. Yeah. I think eventually they'll start playing Jota, get some points on the board, give Nunes a few more games. Eventually, I think by after no, after Christmas, we'll have Nunes and Haaland firing. Probably. And also, it'll be a fantastic end to the campaign for both those sides. But before then, I think Liverpool will struggle to, fight, to know where their goals are coming from. I think they will yeah. win on opening day, and I think Nunes will score. But, and probably Salah as well. They'll probably be Fulham 5-0. But after that, it could be a bit of a struggle. Yeah, yeah. Into the top four then. Chat first Champions, Champions League. In fourth, now. I've got Manchester City. That this is a really the rogue shout. I think Haaland will take time to get up to speed. They lost Sterling. I don't know. I think defensively they'll be okay, but I just don't know where their goals are going to come from from the World Cup. A bit like this, but I don't know where, like you said... I don't know where their goals are going to come I from. I disagree. City. I don't think Haaland's going to hit the ground run. No, because don't. Liverpool don't have midfielders that get goals. City do. Kevin De Bruyne will score goals. Phil Foden will score goals. Bernardo Silva will score goals. I don't see him scoring. I think they're going to get fourth. I don't... I think they're Even Jao Canseo will score goals. I just... I think City have more options other than their front three. Liverpool heavily rely I think, I think, I think, on that Mane I think City going to... I do agree that they'll throw in throw all their eggs in the UCL basket, but I think that'll come once they realise they're not really in the Premier League no, fives. No. I've got them in our top four, obviously. I don't have them fourth, though. In fourth, I have West Ham. Wow, that's a shout. This is an absolute bit of a curveball, I'd say. Yeah. I, it's a bit a bold one, I admit that. But I really rate Gianluca Scamacca. I think if they're bringing in Kostic, they're bringing in Corne, they're bringing in Onana. They're three chances yeah. that aren't confirmed yet. They're, they're, they look close. Bowen is a very good dish. Uh, sorry, he's a very good player. They've not signed him. He's just decent. Uh, Aguard, of course, a good, solid addition at the back. They've got Ariola on a permanent now. I think the improvements West Ham have made mm. are they're signings that will propel them to Premier League success. And I think they could get Champions League football this year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in third, I have Liverpool. And again, I think defensively they will be solid. I think Allison will do well, but we know their back four are strong, and we know they've got a good midfield. But again, I think Salah won't be at his top form. They'll miss, like you said, they'll miss Mane. I don't think Nunes will be firing, and as you said, don't know where Jota fits into this. And Diaz, we know, isn't a proven goal scorer. I struggle to see where Liverpool will get their goals from, and think that will let them down towards the end of the season in their Premier League hunt. Yeah, fair enough. I then in my third I have Tottenham I think they'll be right up there Chelsea, Tottenham, Arsenal as I said the top three going into the World Cup but I think in January Tottenham will drop a lot of points I think post World Cup Kane is going to be in the final and have won the World Cup 
Hopefully. So he's going to be knackered. Um, yeah, you've got to imagine Romero. Dyer will at least be in the squad. You've got to think. Richarlison will go. Richarlison will be there. Son will... Uruguay there? Son will be there. Will he? Yeah, because our career are aren't they? Are they? I think. I'll have a quick little look. But they've got a lot of players that are going to be going to the World Cup. Yeah. And I think that will make a big difference because they will be tired. There's no chance that they're not. And they are one of the sides who I think have the highest amount of players. South Korea, have a quick look. They are in the same group and as Uruguay, Switzerland, and Tanker. And Tanker. Hoybier, are Denmark there? I think they are. Yes, they are. Denmark are there, so Hoybier will be playing. So there's a lot of their squad that are going to be going into the World Cup. Quite a high percentage. Yeah. Perisic, Croatia. Doherty won't Ireland aren't there, so maybe that's a place where yeah. Doherty are really well, good centre half the season. Despite you saying that, you think they're going to struggle. I've got a top two of Tottenham and Chelsea, and winning the Premier League, I have got Tottenham. You're perhaps the worst Chelsea fan ever. This is the worst. Thing I ever. that Tottenham side looks formidable. It looks unstoppable. I, I did have Tottenham at top at times when I was going through my. What do you call it? Like previews. Uh, there's a so, lot of different yeah. editions of this table. Crossed on my final formation. one. Conte is a Premier League proven manager. He's won the Premier League four. He knows what it takes. The setup works beautifully at Tottenham. Their front three is ridiculous, and I think they've got Kulusevski yeah. or Richardson or whoever to bring off the bench. Their midfield is sorted with Bantanko and Hoybier. They've and got the Basuma as well. Basuma's a backup. Yeah. They've got Perisic and Doherty who are backed up by Sasenyon and. Emerson Royale, shh. Um, then you've got Dyer, Romero, Ben Davies, well, fantastic. Spence. DJ Spence as well. Got to Matched up by Emerson Royale. Exactly. It's Spence. a deep squad. Lorman, Loris, it looks unstoppable. I think they'll drop points in January and then they'll focus their attention on the Carabao Cup, which they'll win, and the Champions League, where they'll be knocked out in the semis by either Manchester City, by Munich, or Real Madrid. Then, just quickly, Chelsea second. That defence looks quite nice. I think defensively Chelsea will be really good, and I think Sterling's going to have a fantastic season because he'll play a bit, bit more of a main, yeah. main character role. I also think Broyer or Havertz, whoever starts, will have a good campaign for Chelsea, and that's why you might call me biased. Chelsea win the Premier League in 2022-23. It's been a while since Chelsea won the Premier League, and I'm missing since it. It's 2016, 2017, 2017, the year after Leicester did it. This 2017-18 season, I just. We need a Premier League title. Sorry, 2016-17, wasn't it? Yeah. Leicester won 15-16. Yeah. I think Chelsea have got a really good side. You might call me biased. Yeah, Fair enough. I am biased. I think the 4-3-3 this season, which it looks like we might switch to, potentially, will work really nicely. I just, I think Chelsea do really well. Yeah. City will, City will have a slow start to the season. I think they'll bring it back. And then about March time, they'll realise they're out of the league. I'll be about 10 points off, maybe. I think that's to do well. Wow. Yeah, mate. It's going to be a really good campaign. And then they'll focus their attention on the Champions League. Because Pep wants the UCL at City. Yeah. It's the one trophy at City he's not won yet. Yeah. And I think that's that's why he'll go for it. Okay. That's the Premier League table. That is our Premier League table. I hope you've enjoyed all the graphics going up on screen. It's yeah. probably a mess at the end here because... Man, like one and two, we did in a weird order for some reason. But we always do. You don't. It ruins the surprise. And the, whoa! If you went, did you everyone forgets. But yeah, just a quick run through. Then do you want to run from top to bottom? 
First, Tottenham. Second, Chelsea. Third, Liverpool. Fourth, Manchester City. Fifth, Arsenal. Sixth, Newcastle. Seventh, Aston Villa. Eighth, West Ham. Ninth, the Man United. Brighton in tenth. Crystal Palace, eleventh. Leeds in twelfth. Thirteenth is Brentford. Fourteenth is Nottingham Forest. Wolves in fifteenth. Everton are in sixteenth. Leicester are in seventeenth. And then getting relegated are eighteenth is Bournemouth. Nineteenth, Southampton. And Fulham at the bottom. And for mine... Chelsea going to win the Premier League, Manchester City in second, Tottenham third and West Ham fourth, then Liverpool fifth, Arsenal sixth and Palace seventh in the potential European spots. Eighth is Manchester United, ninth is Brentford, tenth is Newcastle, eleventh is Aston Villa, twelfth is Brighton, thirteenth is Leeds, fourteenth is Leicester, fifteenth is Nottingham Forest, sixteenth is Wolves, seventeenth is Fulham and then the relegation zone I have Everton eighteenth, Bournemouth nineteenth and Southampton rooted to the bottom of the table but yeah that's all for today's podcast make sure to get involved i want to hear everyone's premier league table predictions and what you think of ours as well i think this we've put some controversial choices in there could be a little bit interesting hopefully if there's any fans of the clubs that we've kind of screwed i guess you could say screwed well put them bottom yeah uh, so uh, sorry to all the southampton fans out there but <laughs> Yeah, it's hard to predict the Premier League table. There's always going to be someone at the bottom. There's always yeah. going to be someone disappointed by their season. I think it's it's going to be very close this year. And I'm very excited for the Premier League. And I'm very excited to be covering it live, of course. Yes. So, yeah, make sure to get involved in the YouTube comments section. If you are on YouTube, head on over to Spotify. And if you're on Spotify, head on over to YouTube, share the love, all that good kind of stuff. And yeah, I want to hear, as I said, from you guys as well. There'll probably be, if you look on the YouTube community tab, something on there saying who do you think is going to win the Premier League, stuff like that. Yeah. Make sure to get involved with that as well. So, yeah, that is all for today, though. Thank you all very much for watching or listening, and we'll see you next time. See ya.